Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. And welcome to Hate Watch Holidays. Hey, watch holidays! <laughs> I was so close to the mic when I said that. You sure were. <laughs> it, it was so that I could channel the raw power of my Christmas spirit mm. through the microphone into you, listener, and your body so that you can feel the holiday cheer. <laughs> wow. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But you're a lot jollier, aren't you? Sure. Got that nice, nice tingle of Can we not talk Christmas magic? (laughs) (laughs) Spreading joy into people's bodies and tingling in the same sentence. (laughs) This is a family show. It's not a family show. Don't listen with your children. No, no please. That's a life choice. That's, that's a real uh-huh. big one right there. Oh, buddy. Yikes. Okay. Cool. Well, we're here to talk about some Hallmark films that we watched today. Yes. Um, we didn't watch them today. We're just talking about them today. Anyway, details. Uh, what? Which one do you want to talk about first? I think we should talk about Christmas in Evergreen. Okay. So we're going to talk about Christmas in Evergreen. Three. Three. (laughs) Three tidings of joy. And then we're going to talk about sense, sensibility, and snowmen. Yes. Yes. I feel like this is like quite a package we're bringing this week. (laughs) That's that's one way to look at it. Lots coming at you from every angle here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Kick us off. Take us to Evergreen. Ooh, okay. So two years ago, we went to Evergreen and we learned that Evergreen is a mysterious town in Vermont that you can see Canada from. And yes. they are like a year-round Santa's Village christmas theme park town (laughs) and um so we went there and then last year we unnecessarily went back to evergreen for christmas and evergreen too something something and even more unnecessarily (laughs) we're back again this year letters to santa was was last year's trip to evergreen so this year yeah so they're just like scraping the bottom of the barrel (laughs) with the evergreen cannon but yeah this particular movie is about yet another like fresh-faced newcomer to evergreen learning about the christmas spirit and in this movie there is an advent calendar. (laughs) 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 And that is the main plot device 
that they use and use and use for an otherwise complicated and unnecessary movie. <laughs> it's wild. I described it in a move of diplomacy to Kelsey as plot-heavy. <laughs> I know. I turned this on and I was like, oh, is this going to be a really good one for once? Like, you made it sound so... Yeah, no, I didn't I, say that. I read... To be clear, I you never didn't said say those it. words. I inferred and I was wrong. No, I did say a good many words describing the experience of you watching did. this film. Um, but I did not say no, those words. Not even a little bit. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. I said to you that it felt like a fever dream watching it. <laughs> Yes, because <laughs> there, there's just so much happening. None of it matters. <laughs> None of it really makes any sense. No, and now we have like an evergreen canon. So now there's like recurring characters who we have yeah. to check in with every film. And, you know, I, I said this to you, Kelsey, but I was thinking about it because I watched it, I think, the night after we recorded our episode on um, Christmas television, where I stated quite boldly that I just don't think there's room for a television Mm -hmm. approach to Christmas magic. And now I think if you put the evergreen canon together in a line, you've essentially created a season of prestige TV, (laughs) but Christmas themed. Wow, we're really throwing that P word around, huh? (laughs) (laughs) it's like a 10 hour movie oh my god (laughs) like they've serialized the two hour hallmark movie and uh, uh, um so every movie we now have to check in with the original chick (laughs) sorry another serialized Hallmark Christmas and <laughs> it's called Time to Come Home for the Holidays. Yes. But the way they do the font <laughs> it looks like the series is called Time to Come. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a weird porn Hallmark. <laughs> there probably is like a Hallmark parody porn out there called like time to come parentheses home for christmas or some shit i saw it so many times this week and i can't get over it every time i'm like what else is it time to come boy it's not good you and twitter wished for this is all i'm saying i didn't i did never ask for porn to be perfectly clear (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. You ever think about what it would be like if we were famous enough to have like PR consultants or anything of the matter? And then nope. they had to like listen to our audience. <laughs> 
<laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, like imagine if we like had a business manager. Yeah. Oh, no. 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 It's. <laughs> I don't think that can ever you heard happen, it here, folks. Kelsey is anti-porn. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just saying a lot of words. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Well, so speaking of porn, um, in Evergreen, where it's eternally sexless, but also <laughs> obsessed with falling in love and yep. Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to brand the whole Hallmark channel as eternally sexless. <laughs> Except they keep trying to do like some subversive shit, like subverting their own brand, where it's yeah, like time to come home. Time to come home. But then they keep they've had like two kisses that I've seen so far this year that were basically in slow-mo. And then they had one, which we'll get to in the next film, where like it was a real close-up shot of their half-open mouths. Like we got open mouth kissing. <laughs> I think we might have been this film, too, because we had, like, a kiss between two of the recurring characters who now have a will-they-won't-they mm. plot. Yeah. Um, carried over from last year. Yeah. Where it was like, ooh, chemistry. And yeah. it's just like, hey, Hallmark. <laughs> uh, maybe it's time for you to sign off of Twitter, is all I'm saying. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I mean, all of that was to say that there are recurring characters from the previous films. <laughs> and I'm like, if they were going to do a third one, can they please give those characters a movie? No. Like, can we have one Hallmark movie that isn't about white people? No. 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 Like, they've made these characters, like, just as important, but slightly not as important as the actual, like, lead characters in every movie. Yeah, like, we spent more screen time with, like, the mayor and her love interest, and then, like, that other young chick and her love interest, and then that little boy. Um, We get more screen time with, like, all of them, and they're, like, basically the diversity hires for Hallmark, but the white-bred love interests... Um, get to be on all the promos. Like, they get top billing. Yeah. Even though they drive and none of the plot. And so bland. And their storyline has basically nothing to do with the main plot, which is the weird advent nope. calendar and decades of emotional torment. <laughs> yes. Uh, which we do need to get to. Bread from natural disaster. Yeah. Yeah, it. I mean, it's, like, borderline, like, YouTube conspiracy theory, like, red pill shit. Right. Should we, are we ready to go there? I think, I think we're okay. ready to go there. So, in, like, the 60s or something, Evergreen, which famously only has one road in and out of town, had right. a big snowstorm. And everybody in the town was snowed in for, like, three days at Christmas. And they all got really fucking bored. And they were like, what are we going to do with all this Christmas spirit? 
And so they decided to make a time capsule. Yeah. And they, like, wrote a big article in the paper, and the whole town worked together to build this time capsule. And then the storm passed, and no one ever spoke at the time capsule ever again. Mm-hmm. So then this woman rolls in from out of town, and she's, like, a big city journalist. And she's gonna... <laughs> Who works for her mom, because nepotism. <laughs> she works for her mom, and she is... A freelancer and loves her life as a freelancer and her mom has a magazine and her mom's like, hey, the big sports writer dropped out from my cover story. Can you find a story in Evergreen and write it for me? Oh, and I want to hire you full time. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. (laughs) I don't know what kind of magazine can go from like sports to Christmas in small town for cover stories. (laughs) But sure. (laughs) Maybe town and country. (laughs) Touche. Touche. So she comes into town and she's like trying to find the angle on Evergreen and discovers this time capsule. And then everybody in town is like, oh, yeah, our parents told us about the time capsule, but then never spoke of it again somehow. And all of us who are obsessed with Christmas have for some reason never wanted to find it. Yeah, all we do in this town is Christmas, and all we ever talk about is Christmas. And in the first Christmas in Evergreen, we talked about this first blizzard, because then Christmas in Evergreen was all about a blizzard. Right. Um, but yeah, no, the time capsule didn't come up. Not, not once. once, not never. And, well, I mean, they had to save a diner and an ornament store. So <laughs> they were busy. <laughs> God, that second one was horrible. <laughs> that was a very bad movie. Yeah. Um. So, anywho, they decide that they're interested now in the time capsule, and they start, like, looking around town for it. And yeah. someone is, like, pointing at the back of a barn, and she's like, yeah, this barn has always had wood grain. And they're like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. What if we try turning the wood grain like a doorknob? So weird. And then sure enough, the entire side of the barn, like, falls away? In a move that blew Hallmark's entire budget. Like, they sunk dollars and cents Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. into this effect. (laughs) And it reveals... A large building-sized advent calendar. (laughs) And then the Santa and Mrs. Santa of the town, who are someone's parents, are like, yeah, we had planned all along for you to find out on this specific Christmas, and but we didn't want you to know too soon, so we had to give you just enough information your entire life since you were a small child. (laughs) So that you would kind of remember it, but not want to find out until this exact year. Like, Christmas in Evergreen 4 is going to be like, everyone goes to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas in Evergreen 4, I said it on Twitter, I said it in the Slack, and I stand by it. Christmas in Evergreen 4, the death cult. Nope. Evergreen is a Christmas death cult like that town in Oregon from Wild Wild Country. Wow. Except with Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and I didn't even really understand how the advent calendar works. There's like a letter in every day 
Yeah, it's like instead of one time capsule, <laughs> what if it's not a time capsule at all? <laughs> and instead, it's an advent calendar with like a mission for you to complete every day and there's no prize. And it's intended for the entire town to complete together like everybody just has time to gather in the town square to open the advent calendar before they have to like go to work at their jobs, I guess. Right. Um and but like at one point so they have a montage at one point of them just opening different days on the advent calendar and at one point someone pulls out two wine glasses. Yeah. And again, it was like, um, I thought this was a calendar for a whole town. <laughs> really, it's just for us. What is happening? Um, so that's oh one plot. Just one. That's just one of them. And then the big city journalist, her mom wants her to put together an angle about how Evergreen is fake. Um, because yes. she also saw the death cult written all over it. And so the love interest who's from Evergreen is offended. But then she, right. I guess, has to, she's like trying to convince him to teach her about Evergreen so she can write a good story about Evergreen. Yeah. And he's also a struggling journalist. And so she doesn't want the job at her mom's magazine. So she gives him the job. And they move to the city together. And there's voiceover narration. There's, like, so much. And yet it's, like, so extremely boring. And then the kid who had the whole thing with the key or something from Christmas and Evergreen 2, he's back. Uh-huh. Yep. He had a plot of his own. It was that he found the key to open the advent calendar time capsule. Oh. So they just gave him another key. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, this key is different than the one that we used last oh, year. Boy. And then <laughs> the then there's that chick and her guy having the will they won't they. Yeah. And he's a crafting guy, which was wild because he has a generic craft studio, <laughs> craft space that's like a non-profit crafting space? Like a makerspace? And space. he's added... Yeah, and he's added glass blowing. so there's, like, a f- ten-minute departure where we just do a glass blowing <laughs> lecture. <laughs> and I don't know if, like, someone saw that Netflix show about glass oh blowing and was like, yes, this is on trend. <laughs> I, I don't know. They tried to make it a little sexy. It wasn't sexy. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then she finds her mom's wedding ring in his crafting supplies. In, like, a bowl of Which glitter. Which <laughs> I thought he was, like, because he kept being like, you need more glitter, you need more glitter. And I thought he was, like, proposing to her. Right. But they are super not together, apparently. I defo thought they got yeah. together in Christmas and Evergreen, too. I think they're another will they, won't yeah. they? Yeah. And then the mayor. But she's, like, not the right amount alarmed when she's like, oh, just my mom's wedding ring in a jar of glitter. <laughs> no, and, like, her first response is to, like, have a sexy hug. 
Yeah. They, like, go in for a hug because she's all excited. And then as soon as she touches him, she's like, oh, baby. And then <laughs> they just do that for, like, 45 seconds. Right. Um, And then the mayor gets married, maybe? She gets engaged because her that chick's brother is dating the mayor. So she gives him the ring. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is my third Christmas in Evergreen. We did see some familiar faces, though. Yeah. They brought back the leads from both <laughs> the first two movies for, like, a whole five minutes. She had, like, a whole thing where she was going to Paris, I guess? Every Christmas since the first Christmas in Evergreen, her shitty man friend has been out of town for Christmas. Okay, so that's what I thought. She goes, I've never been away from Evergreen for Christmas. And I was like, bitch, where were you last year? You sure as fuck I think she came back. I think she came back in time. see. I feel like I recall that, but he didn't. I love that that one actor must be just like, I'm blocking all calls from all <laughs> He's like, never mind. <laughs> no. Uh, but I think Evergreen's, like, slowly building an army of, like, white chicks who come to town and just live there forever. And they're going to be, like, Stepford evergreen soldiers yes. <laughs> and when we get to like christmas and evergreen 200 <laughs> they're gonna take over <laughs> i feel like there's like a black mirror episode about this i'm thinking of maybe the one where there's like the chick in the weird like prison where she's getting chased around the wilderness all the time and then they wipe her memory every day that sounds terrible uh, it's it's horrible so but it's evergreen except they keep putting new white ladies in there and then erasing their mind yeah. every night so that they wake up the next yeah. morning and it's a new year of christmas yeah <laughs> that would be a more compelling movie <laughs> like christmas horror movie <laughs> oh no mm-hmm. um i'm reading a synopsis of this film that is three paragraphs long. Because it's so convoluted. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's another article about this film that is alarmed to inform you that it was not, in fact, filmed in Vermont. Alarmed? They are alarmed. They're concerned. There are parentheticals. I, mean, I feel like... Hallmark wanted to. They could call up our our good old buddy Treat. Yes. <laughs> and say Treat. Treat would happily can host we, them. In Can we use your property? Can we use your private plane? Yes. And he would be like, yes, and I will star in your yes, movie. He would be thrilled. <laughs> can we add some light political dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> and also heartwarming videos of like puppies and homeless kids mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our one true no dad, Treat Williams, here knows is a what we're supporter. talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Um. So that's ever that's Christmas in Evergreen Three. Sure um, is. This is titled "Tidings of Joy." Did you, did it tide your joy? <laughs> sure did it. <laughs> 
It was. It had a much like goofier aura than the other two. Christmas and Evergreens. It was also just dumber somehow. Yeah. Well, because they've given up. Like Evergreen is a brand now, so they don't have to work at it. I guess. Yeah. I'm also just like, I want Hallmark to find a new career other than <laughs> being a writer. <laughs> like I'm very done with that particular trope. Yeah. Writers and event planners. God, it's so boring. Yeah. Uh, especially because they don't seem to understand how being a writer works. Um, because th- this chick is like, oh, I'm going to go fill in in a magazine for a sports writer to write about Christmas in a small town, but my dream is to work on my second novel. Right. I, it's like too much happening. Way too much. Yeah. Alright. Um, so speaking of event planners. Speaking of event planners. Yeah. Time to talk about another movie that we watched. Yep. We watched it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna send you this link. This is the gift that I was sitting on. And yes. I just want you to know that the gift is not the page for the film itself. It is the entire entity that I am welcoming you to. Oh, wait, I literally was just on this website. I, okay, so the website in question is Christmas Specials Wiki. Yeah. Not a thing I knew existed. No. Nope. I feel like it's nope. got to be new because I spend so much time searching Christmas films for this podcast. <laughs> Well, I'm also kind of alarmed because they don't have a Hallmark section. No, but Hallmark movies are on here. Yes. Um, I just feel like they're misjudging the volume. Yes, that's probably that Hallmark true. Hallmark represents here. On a subset of fandom.com. Wow. Yeah. Um, it looks like a GeoCities site, too, which is like a it real It has fun like throwback. an old school like wallpaper, like, you mm-hmm. know, repeating tile image. Um, and then, like, you can, like, all of the headers are different colors, and there's lots of fonts happening. Like, I feel like I can, like, see the HTML in my brain. Yeah. For this webpage. Yeah. It's a throwback to a simpler time. (laughs) Truly. Truly. As is the fact that this film is an adaptation um, you like how it got us there? I just want to caution. <laughs> <laughs> this is perhaps not the adaptation that it pretends to be. <laughs> I have an article that had some feelings about that. Oh, really? Yes. Um, one of the few times that I have ever seen um, an article directly call out Hallmark's inability to do an adaptation. Wow! Yeah, I'm excited yes, about that. Yes, I will send it to you. So we watch Sense, Sensibility, and Snowmen, which apparently is based on a novel of the same name, which I'm also alarmed <laughs> by. <laughs> oh, you know what? We found this out at another point. We've been on this emotional roller coaster before. Yes, we have. That there was a spinoff novel by this name. Yeah, right. Yeah. So last year we watched 
Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe, Correct. perhaps it was yes. called. Uh, another, like, extremely loose adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. So, of course, this year, Hallmark decided it was time for Sense and Sensibility. Yep. I told you earlier, I watched this, and then I had to go back and read a synopsis of the book, Sense and Sensibility, because I felt like I had never read it based on <laughs> this movie. <laughs> and I read it this year, like, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um, I learned... As you learned from this experience that I know jack shit about Jane Austen. Well, I keep telling you to read it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think it's like a bit now. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be detrimental to our coverage of Hallmark if I knew anything. That's probably fair. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Sense and Sensibility is about... <laughs> sisters <laughs> and this movie is about sisters sort of sort of um they both have love interests and the love interests kind of share the names of the male characters in this movie and that's basically where the similarities end uh-huh between the book and this movie <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so the movie is about sisters who have inherited their father's event planning business, and one of them is more flighty, and one of them is, like, the responsible business leader, and the flighty one wants to prove to the responsible one that she can also be a, like, co-partner. In the business. Do you, do you say co-partner or just partner? <laughs> I think generally, like, partner gets that across, but, you know. Uh, you know. It's a new title I've just made up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in trying to prove her value, she takes on a client that she... Like, has an awkward meet-cute with that isn't cute, and they just fight. Um, and they do, like, an emergency Christmas party on a tight deadline. Yep. And the man whose company it is that she's throwing the party for is the has inherited a toy company. Yep. And even though there's, like, one toy company left in America, that's fine. Um, and he is, like, not fun and doesn't believe in the spirit of Christmas and only believes in the spirit of spreadsheets. And she has to teach him about holiday cheer in order to impress <laughs> these, like, potential, uh, what would you call them? They're like buyers. Like, they want to carry the toy company's toys in their yeah. store, I guess. But they're French, and we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. And so he has to, like, do all these um, Christmas-related, like, entertaining activities leading up to the party because of these buyers who are in town. 
And so she helps him with all of those. And meanwhile, the other sister, who they paint as, like, much more boring, um, decides that she is going to date this guy's cousin. Yeah. And that's, like, pretty much as far as that goes. Like, it's... Well, they, by, like, two-thirds of the way through, they seem like a hateful married couple. Yeah. Like they start to seem like they don't even like each other. It gets weird. And I don't know why. No. No, there's no point to it being a, like, all-in-the-family thing. Right. It's a little uncomfortable. A little. A little incestuous. Just a week. And then... Um, so the stuffy guy learns the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of, like, toys. (laughs) And then they have the party and she thinks that he's, like, in love with his co-worker. And so she misunderstands Mm -hmm. what he says. And then they have a fight and then they get back together. (laughs) the whole the like you know the plot was like fine up until the party and then when this whole fight goes down they fucking jumped the shark for like 15 minutes until they just give up and decide that everyone's a couple now and it was so confusing which like in fairness is kind of how (laughs) the end of Sense and Sensibility is <laughs> Weakening your own like, argument. It's not, but there's a lot of like coupling hijinks and misinterpretations about like who's marrying <laughs> who, and because it's like the 1800s, it takes them like weeks to find out that someone didn't get married to someone else, <laughs> which is a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But like none of the. Like, values of sense and sensibility are exhibited in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like what? It's mostly because it's about, like, middle class people and not people who are, like, super established. Um, And then Uh they're trying to, like, marry off to people who have, like, a better position. And then it's about people who have a better position, like, giving that up for love and about like um it's about like being fake kind of and then Mm -hmm. like finding someone who's more (laughs) um like genuine i see so there's like yeah literally no and like here It would have been easy for them to, like, take a little bit of, like, a class structure into this movie. Like, they kind of... Sure. They could get there. I think Hallmark is, like, desperately afraid of the class wars. I think they know that (laughs) society's on the brink of collapse, and it is, like, very critical that they act as, like, the last bit of glue that holds yeah. together polite society. Because, yeah. like, this girl who's, like, trying to prove herself for the business, 
she basically says she's like been a nomad for 10 years but like has no concern for money yeah at all and they don't really seem concerned about the business like they talk about how they can't expand the business but it's mostly because she's not dedicated to the business and not because of money (laughs) yeah she like wants to grow the business and her sister's like no we Mm -hmm. need to focus on what we do now and then there's yeah it's like about her ability to commit as opposed to like it's like her ability to commit and her ability to understand what hard work is because her sister has just been here doing the drudgery right. this whole time. Yeah. And I guess he knows about hard work because he likes spreadsheets. And yeah, reports. but there's nothing to be said of his, like, privilege. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. I Well, except that the business is given yeah. to him by his yeah. father. That's, like, as close as but we get But there's nothing that. about, like, how nice his house is because he has a lot of money because... Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't get any creepy uh, locks of hair exchanges, which is, like, the best part of Sense and Sensibility. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. There's, like, a whole drama about a lock of hair. (laughs) No, thank you. Oh, my God. That would have been fucking funny. (laughs) It was lit in ye olden times, eh? You know, like, you yeah. give someone a lock of your hair, and then they give it back to you, and it's like, oh, I guess that means things are over. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you very much, then. <laughs> I guess I'll just fuck right back off with my hair. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, it's so wild. Yeah, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Here's what I'll say about this film. Yeah. Uh, There's an article that says that the director, David Winning, which is great, Mm. um, this was his 15th Hallmark movie. Wow. Wow. He has directed 15 of these. Wow. And it shows. It sure does. I think Sir David Winning has got some senioritis. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I'll say. Yep. Is that our lead love interest, yeah. you know, the spreadsheet guy? Uh-huh. He literally talks in my dumb guy voice. Yes. He, like, literally walks around all the time being like, oh, spreadsheets. Well, I have to go and do the focus group. We never do focus groups with children. I've seen that actor in, like... A non-Hallmark thing, at least one or two. Yeah. And I've also seen him in a Hallmark thing at least once before. And I've never seen him quite like this. (laughs) He looked like AI. Like, I refuse to believe any story other than that he went in and was like, I want to see if I can get away with this. He literally had no, like, intonation. It was just shouting loudly every line. (laughs) With no emotion. (laughs) My family doesn't celebrate Christmas. (laughs) I give my father a financial ledger every year. I'm gonna say that same line. (laughs) That's 
how he reveals that he has no Christmas spirit is that his gift to his father is the ledgers. Yeah. It's so wild. Yep. I got you this bear. <laughs> I did I will say if I have to give this movie any credit at all. I thought that their dialogue between the two sisters in particular was slightly better than dialogue I've seen in a lot of other Hallmark movies. I'll say back to that, that I appreciate all of the hesitant pauses between each of the words in that sentence. (laughs) There were a lot. But (laughs) you were really hedging your bets on that one. (laughs) I think I just liked that they didn't enjoy each other all the time. Yes. (laughs) All I need is a little bit of conflict from Hallmark. Yes. Although, one thing that drove me crazy, just if we're going to dive into the plot, is, like, she and her sister have this whole fight, and then they're, like, not talking to each other at Christmas. And so, the the love interest guy, uh, like, sets up a meeting between the two of them, like, ambushes them so that they have to talk to each other. Yeah. And then later, she's like, why did you do that to me? And he's like, well, I know how much you like to be with your sister at the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) And and then she's like, oh, that's really thoughtful of you. Oh, that was really sweet. And I was like... No. No. It's fucking weird. Get out of my family drama. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've known you for 24 hours. Right. Ew. 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 Also, from what I saw of their Christmas gift-giving exchange, they only give each other novelty Christmas-related items for Christmas, and that's, like, the most bogus thing I've ever heard of in my life. Is that not what... We do, though? (laughs) No. Oh, okay. Not always. Not always? Like, if all I got for Christmas was a Christmas scarf and Christmas pajamas, I would be annoyed because, like, Christmas is over, so you can't even use it until the next year unless you live in Evergreen. And, like... I'm okay. I got you now. You know what I mean? Yes, I'm there. I yeah. got there. That's fair. <sighs> Yikes! But it's like symbolic because the snowman represents the lack of whimsy in his in his life and in his experience, and so like now he's learned about whimsy. And he gets to wear the snowman as like a badge of honor. To show that he is capable of human emotions now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, all about love, and so the snowman is, like, love. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the other thing is... This, so the, the sisters have this fight literally from, like, the third scene of the movie about how they should grow the business. Yeah. And the the responsible sister keeps being like, no, 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 we can't do it. And the flighty sister keeps being like, yes, we got to do it. And then they get to, like, towards the end of the movie, 
and the flighty sister is like coming up with the business plan or something. And the responsible sister is like, what's his face has been a really good influence on you. It's like, lady, we've been talking (laughs) about this since the beginning of the goddamn movie. (laughs) I know. The fuck? Which one of them was worse? Um, definitely the responsible sister. And which romantic interest was worse? Uh, her, the responsible sister's cousin romance. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I mean, he's not her cousin, but yes, that one. I thought he was better. No, I, he was so lame. I mean, they're both lame, but like, (laughs) he like, I don't know, just, he seemed like the kind of boyfriend who would always be making uncomfortable, sarcastic comments where, like, everybody in the room is like, are they fighting? Are they okay? I can't tell. <laughs> is, is this, do they do this? All, is this, like, cute? Is, are they having fun? Okay, they're, they're still having fun? Okay, fine. Okay. Good. Oh, don't we all know those people? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, wow, wow. That was amazing. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. And I didn't, the flighty sister, I only rated better because I think she's just like, she's like a very, like, I'm going to have to use the word good and I don't want you to misinterpret how I mean it. But in context, she is like the correct, this is a better word. She's the correct archetype of a hallmark lead Mm. you know like she wasn't she was like kind of corny but not as like gross about it yeah as some of them can be yeah and like it you know it was fine she did her job and her sister was really condescending (laughs) her sister is incredibly condescending her so she her she gets invited by her friend to an eight week eight week film course in new york and she's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. And yeah. then her sister finds the flyer and is like, you don't even care about the business. You've been lying to me this whole time. And she's like, no, I didn't actually want to do it. I mean, it'd be like kind of cool, but I don't want to do it. And she's like, see, you don't even care about the business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, lady, it is not your sister's fault that you are insecure and tight-assed. Right. <laughs> God. (laughs) And even if she did want to go to the fucking film school, it's eight weeks. It's not going to crash your business. Calm down. (laughs) Maybe she could make your fucking marketing videos. No kidding. (laughs) Jesus. Um, I'm looking at this second article that you sent me. Yeah. And at the bottom, they talk about other Hallmark... Christmas, I mean, Hallmark, Jane Austen movies. I mm-hmm. forgot that we watched two last year, not just one. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they had two Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, but then they say that there's Unleashing Mr. Darcy and its sequel, Marrying Mr. Darcy, 
a pair of non-holiday movies that take Austin's story and add an extra dose of cuteness by setting the story in the world of competitive dog shows. Yuck. I don't want that, but I, I have think, questions. I think we're going to watch that during the drought, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that sounds yeah. important and yeah. also yikes. Don't worry. Unleashing? Unleashing. I like, just got there. Yeah. Unleashing <laughs> Mr. Darcy. But I'm more alarmed by marrying after <laughs> that. <laughs> Unleashing. Is Mr. Darcy the dog or a man? Okay, so I was listening to this <laughs> podcast today where like, <laughs> this, this is not a good start, just to warn you. And they were talking about how there was a history in ancient Greece of men tying their penises up. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and now, as you're saying the words unleashing Mr. Darcy, that's what's going through my brain. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to this horrifying hellscape. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> ancient Greeks were weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing some Googling and I'm nervous. Oh, boy. <laughs> About which... Which no variable? <laughs> the movie. The movie. To be clear, <laughs> not the penis. <laughs> oh no! Oh, we boy. got to my favorite part of Hallmark Christmas, is, which is when we just Google things. <laughs> oh, but like, can we talk about? How <laughs> there's a movie called From Friend to Fiance. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> when oh, do you think no. Hallmark is gonna make the Christmas movie their Christmas adaptation of 90 Day Fiance? Ew. Uh, that would be too political, wouldn't it? <laughs> I didn't, I feel like they could get around it. Mm. There's gotta be something. There'd be like a Christmas deadline. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's something they could work, and then they would just, like, fall in love for real. You know what it would be? I'm going to write it for you right now. Oh, good, 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 good. It's going to be some sad single lady enters an online contest to win a free wedding on Christmas, uh, but she's not yes. engaged to anyone yet. Holy shit. Can we sell this to Okay, we just, all we need is a pun title. <laughs> What's a Christmas song? <laughs> all I want for Christmas is you. Is a no. fiancé. Beyonce for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas Beyonce. Christmas Beyonce. A Beyonce for Christmas. <laughs> A Christmas for Beyonce's. <laughs> My fiance on Christmas. <laughs> it's time to come home for Christmas. My fiance. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, on that note, just <laughs> end on a high. <laughs> well, if you would like to help us 
craft this fan fiction and sell it to Hallmark for next year's This is a good uh, pitch. I, like, we need to write it down somewhere. I know. <laughs> um, you can tweet us your plot ideas to hate watch with us, or you can email us at hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. Or you can put them in your five-star iTunes review, because if this episode isn't five stars, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, you can also visit our website, hatewatchlist.com, if you would like to find all of our other Hallmark holiday content from last year and the year before that. And do you want to tell everyone about our friends at Thought Bubble? Sure. We're members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, which is a network of podcasts that talk about geek stuff. And um, they have other shows, which include things like Beer with Geeks and the podcast for the TV show Shrill, which I believe the podcast goes by the same name. Nope. Nope. Loud Women. Loud Women. Cut that out. (laughs) The podcast Loud Women. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm going to do another take so you can cut all that out. Beer with Geeks, and the podcast Loud Women, and Academy Rewind, and other television shows, and whatnot. And uh, the crew from TBA is getting together to put together something for y'all, which may or may not already be available in your RSS feeds by the time you listen to this, so you can subscribe to any Thought Bubble audio show to listen to that. And you can follow them on Twitter at ThoughtBubbleFM, uh, where they will also post the link to that special holiday gift and you can find them at thoughtbubbleaudio.com and they're also on patreon if you would like to give the thought bubble family a little bit of your capitalist christmas cheer mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh and we will have some more <clears throat> holiday spirit coming your way next week yay 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 Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Um, I'm about to read an article about one of these movies. And it says this article will have minor spoilers in terms of photos from the movie, behind the scene pictures and film locations. So I'm sorry. Are you spoiling for me that? This movie is about human beings somewhere on planet Earth? Like, that's not a spoiler. Like, fuck off.